ISO The Buns Podcast. This week's interview is with Graham, owner of the Hashtag Gallery. If you don't know what that is, and you're listening to this podcast, Google. I know you know how. So, how was your week, guys? Mine's been pretty busy. I know I've been talking about starting other Buns-related podcasts. or not related, but other podcasts for Buns. Uh, for a while now, but it's finally coming to fruition. So uh, keep your ears open for that. I will uh, let you know when something happens, but I've been working on it all weekend. So it's coming soon. Anyway, here's this weekend bun. Welcome to this week in buns. So, Callie, how's it going? How's uh, how's your long trip home? Um, it was actually really nice to like go to BC and see some beautiful snow and I basically drank a lot of wine and sat in a hot tub. It was awesome. I didn't actually like go snowboarding or anything um, mm. because I don't like being outside in the cold for very long, but it's nice to sit inside and drink wine and watch the snowfall. So that was yeah. great. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. I, uh, it's too bad that uh, I wasn't able to make it out to that, uh, that whole honest duds thing i missed you oh it was cool oh you mean that trip i thought you meant because i was just in bc this last weekend i literally went to toronto was back in la for oh you, you came back bc yeah i went to bc oh, this weekend I, or not toronto I, but like BC. we went to whistler right right i didn't think you would come back in between though no no i hadn't or i mean i did i went i was in la for like a day it was okay stupid. that makes it a lot more time. sense i i just assumed that you would went from there from here to there no because i'd had um i had the trip to whistler planned before i was planning on coming to toronto so i already had a flight booked to there from la well, well. Uh, gotcha gotcha <laughs> well speaking of traveling though yeah uh our friend ken ferguson uh Thanks, previous and future guest on the show i hope uh, has started a GoFundMe for his uh, bathtub adventures. Yeah, his buns goes global. Because um, if you uh, were living under a rock, because uh, this was literally all over buns constantly <laughs> for like all of j- uh, January. Um, but if you were not super active and you missed it, uh, Ken bathed in a different stranger's apartment every single day in January. Uh, I'm not sure if he's still doing it. I know he's still doing yeah, he, it in general, he does, but is he, he still, is still doing it every day? No, 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 no. Okay. Just like whenever, whenever he's available, it's not, it's not like a, a mandate any longer. Right. But, but, uh, he is trying to keep up with it and, uh, he's gotten a lot of offers because it was on the news a lot to go to various places around the world and, yeah. uh, bathe in people's tubs. And so I want him to come here. <laughs> He's, uh, he's, he's, well, you know, maybe, uh, if you go fund him, uh, that, that can become a reality. Yeah. So he's raising money to basically travel and keep doing this, um, project. Cause like, he's not, again, if you don't know, cause we like interviewed, well, I didn't interview him, but Koji did. Um, but people will like have props ready and they always do like a photo shoot with Ken in the bath. And then they like talk about life and he he chronicles the whole thing um on his instagram and on his personal facebook uh if you're friends with him you get to like see all his 
I really love seeing all of his posts and updates because uh, it's really cool. He always talks about like he tells you what they kind of talked about and um, you get to see all of the amazing like props and stuff that they like brought in for the bath. So it's always an adventure cool with Ken. Yeah. You know, and so it's like a human adventure. <laughs> he, he wants to make the whole thing uh, a little documentary and, and travel around the world with it. And I think it's fantastic idea so i hope that uh we can help him make it a reality now he didn't post this on buns because i know that there's a you know no money on buns sort of guideline but yeah and uh, you're not really supposed to like post um on buns like specifically asking people to like donate uh to like uh gofundmes and stuff but right uh since we had him on the podcast and he's a really rad person and he's kind of like spreading the the, Buns the, magic. One of the core, yeah, one of the core messages of Buns, which is kind of like, it's really about making uh, like a community in your city and even the world, no matter how big it is, and that you can like always find a way to like relate to someone. And you know, he, I don't know, he's really like spreading spreading Buns joy, and Buns magic. So we totally. wanted to let you guys know if you wanted to um, help out and donate. We're gonna have the link to that in the podcast zone as long as i remember to put it up <laughs> <laughs> sorry <Yeah. laughs> all right well what do you got on the docket for us um i got a lot of stuff today actually i had a really nice one um that i'm just gonna read out because it's on a bun zone that i think not that many people are in it's like it's got over a thousand members but it's it's smaller it's the buns missed connection zone Ooh. um and i thought it was nice it's actually it's not like a love misconnection, but uh, Nat posted a story that was really cute. So she said, uh, I was walking down Sullivan Street this afternoon. My hair was frizzy from the rain and I was shoveling messy spoonfuls of delicious but goopy Ital Vital curry into my mouth. I was in that moment decidedly unattractive. As I was walking and eating, I made eye contact this man, uh, with this man that was slowly pedaling towards me on a bike. As he approached me, he pulled over and said, in the most genuine heartfelt way, I just wanted to let you know that you are the most beautiful woman I have ever seen in my life. Have a nice day. Um, she said it was not threatening or creepy. He did not ask for my number. He just pedaled away. I am not looking for this man because I would like to date him. I just want him to know that his unexpectedly sincere, unexpected sincerity really brightened my day and my recently dismal outlook. I'm going through a breakup, which has made me question my worth in a way that I haven't in years. And this dude helped a little without even trying. Thanks, dude, on the bike. Keep being you. Uh, so I that's, thought this was adorable. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> I that's hope that this nice. guy hears the podcast and knows that Nat appreciated his his heartfelt compliment. Yeah, I like I like hearing that stuff because I always feel like it's kind of a gamble, you know? Yeah, uh, like is someone going to think you're street harassing them or yeah. <laughs> are they going to take it as like just a non-creepy, genuine compliment? Right, but I think yeah. I think like the fact that he was just like, hey, I think you are, you're really beautiful or whatever and just kind of went about his day. Yeah. You know, that doesn't, that helps. Yeah, he didn't situation. like expect any... Yeah, he doesn't want anything out of it. It's yeah, just like, he didn't expect yeah. any like reaction from her. He was just like, did something nice. I like I that. That was cute. Yeah, very nice. Very, uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, it just gives me, because I, you know, you hear a lot of stories online about about the opposite, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So to hear a nice story, I think is always uh, it's always pleasant. Yeah. So anyway. Hopefully. 
Hopefully he, he hears this. Speaking of something cute, um, I know that you saw this story because you sent it to me, actually. There's uh, Jonathan is ISO people to take pictures with Nutella. Uh, <laughs> and it is exactly what it sounds like. Uh, he doesn't know how it happened, but I ended up making a bet with my friend who could get the most people to pose with a jar of Nutella. So he's ISO photos of you with Nutella. This thread is actually kind of amazing. Like the picture he posted of himself, he has the tiniest jar of Nutella I've ever seen in my life. Like it's adorable. It's like a purse-sized Nutella. And it is like the thread has kind of gone bananas. Yeah, there's like 59 comments. There's some giant Nutella. I don't know where people are. One girl literally has a jar of Nutella that's bigger than her head. <laughs> I love it's it. Fantastic. I love it. I don't know. Um, like, when did Nutella become such a like ridiculous thing? You know, I don't like know. people who I mean, who doesn't love Nutella? But I feel like in in the last like five or so years, it's really taken on a life of its own. I think it's one of those things too that's um, maybe country specific, so it can be hard to find. I'm not, I don't actually know which countries it is or is not available in, but I think it might be sure. one of those things that is like kind of hard to find in other countries. Like ketchup chips are like very Canadian. Uh, right. You cannot get them anywhere else. Um, this thread is like, there's literally like cats with Nutella. There's multiple cats with Nutella actually. Um, so if you guys have Nutella in your house, this thread is current. It's this only happened, was posted seven hours ago. Um, so he still needs uh, more. He still ISO more selfies. So get down to, this is in helping zone. Um, post a picture of yourself with Nutella because I'm pretty sure we can do better than 59 photos. Yeah, I feel like Buns is, uh, is a big fan of Nutella. Yeah, if you don't even want your face to be in it, some people are like holding the, t the Nutella in front of their face. They just, this guy needs... Uh, Nutella selfies t so he can show his friend the power of buns. Who doesn't know the power of buns by now? I don't know. This guy's dumb friend, apparently. He's yeah, about I, to learn. <laughs> when I, he I'm this. ISO, you guys telling other people about the power of buns. All right, um, what do you got for us? Speaking of, uh, so we have a lot of like wedding related uh, posts. Uh, I don't know why lately. Um, but somebody, uh, Christina, posted um, they have a 305 and 10 cent credit at Tiffany & Co. that they don't want. They are ISO a $250 gift, co gift card to No Frills or Best Offer. Um, so it didn't necessarily have to be um, a No Frills gift card. I don't know if anyone has actually quite traded for this yet because I don't have an update. But um, other than this post being trolled by someone who is being kind of a jerk um there is actually um a really amazing so jared posted it's like the third to last comment uh he said i will trade you an antique accordion it's worth more than the credit but i would like to ask a special someone a certain question and the gift card to uh like would help make that possible what do you and, think he's gonna ask um i mean probably i mean not to for that person to be in their band because he's trading his antique accordion. So big mistake, bro. Big mistake. <laughs> the accordion's beautiful though. He posted a picture of it and it's like this gorgeous, like inlaid antique accordion. Um, it, it so I mean, hopefully not, not sure. Not sure. Not sure. Not sure. We'll see. 
we'll yeah. see if they actually get this get this going but how cute would it be i got you, i got my together. fingers crossed for you jared man <laughs> good luck all right well let's what see what else, else got? i've got um okay well from from cute to creepy i'm sure you saw the ferris wheel of naked nightmares dolls. nightmares you mean the ferris wheel of nightmares <laughs> Uh, Amy posts a hand-painted vintage wooden naked men Ferris wheel. How did they, she know it was men? Do I don't penises? know. It's terrifying. I don't think they have anything. They're just terrifying baby things. Yeah. I bought this from uh, an antique auction in northern Quebec about eight years ago with a hefty price tag. I'm having a baby and don't want her to have nightmares. Good mom, honestly. Get rid of that thing. I don't know the history of it. ISO gift card to buy baby things that are not haunted. Um, or like uh, people are telling her in the comments like where to go to get it appraised. Um, it's madness. It's also the it's most so commented crazy. on thing this week. Is it? Yeah. Or like commented and liked. Yeah, there's like a hundred and almost 120 comments. And 500 and so something likes. Yeah, it, it is. Probably should uh, cross post this on buns creepy or creepy buns. Is that the um, is that the like uh, scary one? The haunted? Yeah, it's when they tell the stories and stuff. Yeah, it's like uh, anything creepy you can post on Creepy Buns. It's not just mm -hmm. trades, but people do often like trade their like creepy stuff there because it's obviously it's full of people that like, you know, like creepy stories and stuff. Yeah, I thought it was all like ghost stories. I mean, I've never been on it, but. I'm in it. Sometimes people do trade creepy stuff. And then this would honestly be like pretty perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, I dislike this very intensely. It's uh, pretty, pretty scary looking. I'm honestly like sort of upset that I know that this exists. Like it's terrible. I was looking at it on my phone and my boyfriend saw it and was just like, what is happening? <laughs> like, he was also horrified. Um, so if you guys want nightmares forever, go find this yeah. post. Watch yeah, the video. It's not pretty. It's terrible. It's terrifying. Um, on a lighter, cute note, um, a girl in... Bun's pet zone. Uh, Jesse is uh, posted um, a little while ago asking to draw people's pets. Uh, so they were like, oh, your pets are so cute and I want to draw them. I'm just looking for more practice before I come a tattoo apprentice. And she was like, here is a picture that I do of my dog in the style. So it's kind of like it's kind of like um, a sort of realistic but cartoony and then like tattooy dog. Like it has some roses and like leaves underneath it. Right. Um, and then she was just like blown away. The update was that they were blown away at um, dying at how cute everyone's pets were and said that she will choose a handful at random to uh, draw. And then she has since posted an update. Um, I will see if I can find the update post because I don't know if I bookmarked it like an idiot, but I'll try to, I'll search Ben's pet zone for her name and find it because she actually did already draw three of the pets that were posted on this one of them is um a one-eyed dog named bob who's adorable one-eyed um, dog yeah one-eyed dog named bob <laughs> uh he's super cute like and the photo that she like the drawing she did of him was amazing and then there is um a guinea pig uh actually one of the guinea pigs it was um Posted by Kayla, which I don't know if you guys remember from in the summer. I believe she was the bun who, uh, she has like a buns, 
like she got her guinea pigs on buns and their names are like Neil the pig and it has like its own Instagram and stuff like we covered it back in the summer on the podcast was she, she the one that got the por- portrait painted or whatever yeah yeah she's the one who like literally found a guinea pig in the park and rescued it and then like got a painting done of the guinea pigs <laughs> anyway so now these same guinea pigs have like a cute tattoo version um, but to be honest my favorite one that she did uh and hopefully i can find the post to show you guys is like a cat in a cone so it's like a cone head cat you can only see like kind of the cat's face because it's in the cone but then there's like tattoo roses at the bottom of it and it's just so ridiculous like i love the idea of somebody having a tattoo of a cat with a cone head nice it's hilarious it's really good i i would be into that sort of although i don't know if i could live with it forever but i like the idea I mean, the drawing is really super cool. I think, it, I mean, if somebody got the closing time guy tattooed on them, maybe that same person will get this conehead cat. Oh, I'm sure somebody, I'm sure it'll be for somebody. <laughs> I have no, no question about that. And I'd like to see who that somebody is. Well, uh, let's continue down the ridiculous. Darrell Clifton, Clifton, sorry, I can't read today, um, asks, do you want a trip down memory lane? Always. I've ha- I've had these for about 20 years. ISO food or a burger or some Tim Hortons donuts. I don't know. Small things like that. Queen and Broadview area. But can meet at Broadview Station. Can you guess what it is? I have not seen this post. I'm dying to know what it is. What is it? Devil sticks. Oh, God. I hate those. (laughs) (laughs) And and as a follow-up, there's a little Instagram video of him devil sticking. Like whatever it's called. I don't know. Man, I grew up on a hippie island in BC, um, and thus am like was very oversaturated in anything, even remotely. I now hate like tie dye and devil sticks and hacky sex. Like I just with a fiery passion. I gotta tell you, Darrell is pretty good (laughs) at the fucking devil sticks. I just watched that video as we're speaking. That's why I was so silent there for a second. You were blew my mind. Blew my mind. So if you want to grab yourself a pair of devil sticks, boom. Well, okay. So speaking of kind of strange things to trade, um, in the main bun zone, Jess posted, who likes dips? Help. I asked for four dips and they gave me four of each. These are like the pizza, the dips that come with your pizza from Pizza Pizza. Um, She's like, I asked for four dips, but they gave me four of each. I literally paid $15 for dip without realizing what I had done. Who wants some dip? Pick up at Eglinton Station. Six creamy garlic, seven marinara, four blue cheese, one cry for help. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, which I thought was hilarious. And I actually think some people, I think they honestly, like, I think she traded these. <laughs> which oh, is I was going to say, I'm pretty sure they'll go. I'm pretty sure they'll go. Who doesn't like a good dipping sauce, you know? Right. There are some pretty good, actually, food posts this week. Did you also see the ice cream one? No. Um, that was one of my favorites. It was actually in Bun's friending zone. Um, so Erica Weber uh, posted, Bun's friendos, I need help. Which ice cream do I get? See comments. Please like the one you think I should get. Most likes wins. So they posted um, f- like photos of all of these different President's Choice ice creams. So it's like chocolate fudge, crackle, and... Uh, Actually, all I see is chocolate fudge crackle. There's a lot of chocolate fudge crackles for some reason. But, oh, yeah, loads of pecan, butter tart. Uh, Like, she literally posted, like, six different photos and then got everybody 
uh, to like tell them, <laughs> like to tell her which one to get. Uh, right. The winner ended up being loads of pecan butter tart. Um, but mm. I just thought it was really, and then later like posted a picture of herself and her friend eating uh, like ice cream sandwiches that they'd made with the ice cream, um, which was like really cute. <laughs> but I just thought it was funny. Like, I mean, like buns, you can like, you can use it for like, I, I just like that people you can do like really important things and like help people in need and then you can also just ask people what ice cream you should eat <laughs> well i it's interesting that you mentioned helping people in need because caroline posts uh she has hundreds of lush products that she needs to get rid of but not just give away she needs to help donating them to places that could use or appreciate them. Mm -hmm. My intentions were to donate them to PMH or Sick Kids or Gildas Club. I'm looking for someone with a good heart who promises to take these donations and give them to a worthy cause. And then she lists what the products are. Oh, and there was an update. Ooh. I don't know when this update was from. Uh, I think I've been able to give them all away. The places are Seeds of Hope, a woman's shelter in Orangeville, and a youth crisis center. I'm very happy with That's this. Awesome. Buns, you are full of amazing people. That's so nice. Yeah. Yeah, good for you guys. I don't know how you end up with, like, hundreds of lush things, but it's really good that they, like, went to a good place. I, I feel like you know. <laughs> I, I, I recall a time when you were at my house with hundreds of other fem feminine uh makeup products or whatever right that's when true you, uh, that's yeah. true actually yeah they probably like worked for them and like got or maybe you know lush does um they make all their stuff so it expires at a certain time and maybe they were like getting rid of a bunch of stuff that like had an expiry date that was soon so they needed to be used like lickety split yeah 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 um did you see the limes <laughs> this was another one that i thought was really funny Ooh, and like a, a throwback fun. Yeah, so speaking of, uh, I don't know if you guys remember last year, uh, last summer, was it summer? Somebody the had like... 12 boxes of limes? 12 crates of limes, yeah, like giant thing. Um, this is significantly less, but still a very Bunsy post. So it's on the main trading zone and Evelyn posted, does anybody need 30 zested limes? Only the zest has been taken. You can still use the juice. <laughs> wow. And it's literally a photo of 30 zested limes. Like someone, this person must have been making like lime tarts or something they like just needed to cook with the like lime zest i honestly want to know what where this zest went uh yeah. but they traded all of them somebody came and traded for 30 zested limes and then made it into like lime juice or something <laughs> or like lime like limeade nice i kind of want to know what they made and then taste it yeah me too maybe we'll, maybe i'll ask update mm. next week um well, so i have wait i have one more food post while oh, we're on yeah, okay let's do uh, it before we segue into something else so um one of one of my honestly like all-time fave you know what it, it literally just occurred to me as i was saying one of my all-time favorite buns posts we should have at the new year done like a throwback where we talked about like our top favorite posts of the year year um, in review yeah year in review maybe we should do it <laughs> It's too late for it to be in the new year, but here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do. Cause I just, one of my other podcasts just had an anniversary. Oh really? And so oh. what we did was for episode 52, we did a year in review because that would have been 52 idea. weeks, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we so have we'll, another couple months, but yeah. But as soon as we hit 52, we'll, we'll do it. 
Okay, that's a great idea. Um, this is definitely going to be on it. Um, as I, you may remember, if you've been on Bonds in the last year or have listened to the podcast, because we've literally talked about this girl like, I think two or three times even. Um, the girl who gets drunk and buys too much food on the internet and then bunces it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the original post um, was her being like, I drunkenly ordered way too much Indian food last night. I don't even really like Indian food anyway. Like, please take this. And then she posted like a picture uh, of the um, like the receipt so people could see what food was there to be taken. And it was literally $100 of Indian food that she was like, I don't even like Indian food. I don't know why I did this. She was just like drunk and bought too much. So Rose is back again uh, with another ridiculous amount of stuff. Um, she says, TLDR, it's that ridiculous 100 plus order of Indian and Italian food. That was the second post. Uh, right. Drunk delivery girl back at it again with way too much shit. This time it's a boatload of Feliway up for trade. What's um, that? So Feliway is, uh, it's a, it kind of looks like a Glade plug-in and you put it into your wall and it puts out cat pheromones. So if your cat is stressed out. Oh yeah, um, yeah, I know what it is. Trying yeah, to yeah, yeah. introduce two cats to like get along better, especially if like you get a new cat, like there's two different ones. Um, so they even say, I used to have an incredibly anxious piss spraying cat and now she's in a new home with people she likes because she doesn't like me. And anyway, I had bought 3.25 years worth of Feliway. It makes your cat not be an anxious wreck. Legit works. Ask your vet. At 25 to $30 a pop per month, that's like 1200 dollars of Feliway FML. Anyway, I've got 39 bottles of this shit and I'm going to buns it all away. Piece by piece, the whole lot, whatever. Um, her ISO is Instax film veggies, um, or Vega, like protein powder, um, gift cards that they might use, uh, often or sometimes. And then there's a post, there's like a photo of like a giant basket filled with Feliway, which honestly, it's like $30 for each one. Um, there's 51 comments on this. I think some of it I don't know if it's all gone yet. So if you have a cat that's like stressed out, my mom had to buy this for her cats and it actually really helped. Yeah. I know some people who have used, who have used similar products and said that it, it does, it works wonders. Okay. I really appreciate that this one girl always has like a ton of a thing to buns. I love yeah. her. She's like my favorite. <laughs> I like that. Actually. Yeah. I don't know how to segue into this, all right. but uh, Sarah posts, Buns, I've been busy making skull candles at my studio and I'm looking to make some trades this weekend. Ah, uh, yeah. She's been doing those for a while and they're really cool. Go on. Yeah, they're amazing. you got a variety of colors to choose from. ISO wine, grocery gift cards, food, blah, blah. She lists a bunch of stuff. But like, if you saw, if you see the photos, it's almost like the Crystal's head vodka or whatever it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But in, in candle form, they look incredible and they're not small. They don't look small anyway, but no, they're really cute. Yeah, you guys should definitely uh, give that a trade. I, I I like to give a shout out to buns that make things and then trade them. Oh man, speaking of, that's a perfect segue for my next one. Um, Lynn posted on the main trading zone a bunch of really cool cross stitches that they did. So they says, 
Uh, so, Buns, I enjoy making silly cross stitches, and lately I've been spending my spare time with a cup of tea and a needle and some thread, and you all get to reap the rewards. Uh, need something to spice up the home decor? A little handmade gift for a friend's birthday or housewarming? Maybe your home office needs a je ne sais quoi that your parents might not approve of? Because um, some of them are like a little... There's like swear words in them and stuff. <laughs> and she's like, uh, have you always thought these were neat and have an idea for one? I love making these. So they take custom orders as well. Uh, so if you guys want a custom, the ones on this, there is an update that these ones are all pending uh, trades right now. But she does say that she takes um, orders. If there's something specific you would like cross-stitched, these are super cute. They're ISO... Um, maybe six tokens per cross stitch, which seems like very reasonable to me. Um, or any gift cards that you don't want that are like 15 to $20 ish, um, for like craft supplies so she can make more of them. Uh, meat hammer tenderizer and is pretty open to offers. So these are really cool. There's like, I, I don't know if you saw this post, but one that I really liked is, um, it's a T-Rex uh, holding in its tiny hands those, like, a, like the, those hand extenders that when you, I don't even know what they're called, but when you, like, squeeze the bottom, it has, like, a weird claw arm at the other end to grab stuff. Mm-hmm. Or when you, like, can't reach something and you're sitting on the couch and... You... Yeah, anyway, yeah. I thought it was funny because it's, like, it's a T-Rex with tiny arms using those. I'm into it. <laughs> I'm into it. Well, I don't have any more posts, so if you've got any... Uh, I think I have one more. Okay. Um, last but not least, um, the Rock Johnson, like as. Oh, the shower curtain. Like as a, yeah, the shower curtain, and and it it's like he looks like Napoleon or something. Yeah. Like it's a, I think it might even originally have been a painting of Napoleon, but I'm not sure. And if I'm wrong, like, I'm really sorry. Like, I, I'm just guessing based on the outfit. Um, but yeah, so Lily Taylor posted the rock buns trading our beloved Dwayne, the rock Johnson shower curtain, have this majestic man stare at you every time you shower looking for anything interesting. Uh, ISO house plants, frames, vinyl, interesting decor, dining chairs, curtains, art prints. And then like, there's over a hundred comments on this. So they're like, edit, edit. I've been getting a million messages. So I'm just trying to sort through them all. Please be patient. <laughs> so I guess this is a very popular. Hot item. This is a hot ticket item on buns this week, honestly. Who doesn't it's like the rock? Funny. And it looks like he's painted like, like it looks like he's a, a painting. It's a general, but it's like the rock and it's amazing. Nice. Everybody wants it. Well, it's uh, it's good that you mentioned painting, actually, because if any of you are interested in paintings or art or your artists or whatever, listen to the interview that's coming up next because it is with the owner of Hashtag Gallery. Ooh, cool. So, yeah, if you want to know what it's like to, uh, to own one of uh, Toronto's kind of up-and-coming, for lack of a better term, hipster galleries, uh, listen to the interview. Cool. Yeah. And until next week. Keep on buns in. Boom. Too much shit in your apartment? Get rid of it today on the Buns app. Available in the App Store, Google Play Store, or online at buns.com. So, Graham from the Hashtag Gallery. Pretty interesting, you know, if you're 
an artist or curious about art or art galleries and you want to know what it's like to to run one of uh, the hipper galleries in Toronto, this interview may just be for you. Give it a listen. Let me know what you think. Yeah. Here's Graham. Hashtag gallery. Hello, Buns. I am here with Graham owner and operator of Hashtag Gallery. Yep, and CEO, and accountant, and show booker, and pretty much everything else. Um, for anyone who doesn't know what Hashtag Gallery is, uh, first of all, I'm shocked. But second of all, it is, uh, I would say, well-known amongst uh, denizens of Toronto, uh, an art gallery on Dundas, just, just by Bathurst? Yeah, just west of Bathurst. We're at uh, Euclid and Dundas in the north. A lot of up-and-coming artists show their stuff here? Yeah, we try and um, mainly focus on um, both emerging artists to help kind of get the word out there and give people a nice place to present uh, artwork and try and help their careers. Yeah, my experience is... I mean, I know a couple artists and and, uh, they're super hyped on on Hashtag Gallery. I've been here once or twice, but uh, a friend of mine recently, I don't know, had a show here or was at a show here or something, and and uh, raved that I need to have you on the show. So here we are. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah, it was nice to hear, uh, hear that. So let's, uh, let's talk about the history a little bit. Where did you grow up? In Toronto? Uh, me? No, Oakville. Oakville, okay. Yeah. Um, and would you, did you go to school there? Did you study art? Uh, yes. Well, I mean, I went to Sheridan first year after graduating high school. Oh, yeah. Um, just for art fundamentals, which is kind of a general, I don't know what I want to do yet. Let's mess around for a year and figure something out. Right. And it, but most programs, uh, art programs at Sheridan, you have to take fundamentals, right? Uh, arts, arts related ones, unless you have uh, direct entry or you have a good enough portfolio. Yeah. I didn't really know what I want to do. I just knew I didn't want to go into, you know, uh, you know, science or math or something like that. I mean, right. if I wasn't going to go into art, I probably would have tried, you know, do something business wise, mm-hmm. which I guess works out well since I'm now running an art business. Right. But you know, um, yeah, it was basically just a, Hey, I like to paint, I like to draw, I like to design. Yeah. Let's see what's out there. And. Then I went to OCAD for graphic design after that. Oh, nice. Okay. And so let's, uh, let's skip ahead then. You graduate OCAD, and then what's next? Uh, looking for design jobs, freelancing for a while, yeah. working in a lot of kitchens. Yeah. Uh, Sounds pretty standard, <laughs> yeah. I think. And when did you decide that you wanted to open your own place? Uh, well, I mean, I've always kind of thought it would be a nice idea to have a you know, graphic design studio in the back of a place and then art gallery up front, and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe live above it, but... You know, that all those three things haven't quite come together in uh, one package yet at the right timing, anyways. Um, Did you work at any galleries before uh, getting into this venture? Uh, not in the sense of, you know, gallery sitting. Um, but while I was at OCAD, the student union that I was a part of uh, for a few years, uh, we shut down the old uh, art system, which was the student-run gallery, mm-hmm. um, because it was just... Uh, anyways, for various reasons. Um, and then we basically, you know, opened up our uh, X-Space. Oh, cool. So okay. we went to, to look for a bunch of different locations uh, through my, the year I was on student union, then the, the following student unions. Mm-hmm. Um, I kept helping with that stuff. So I was on like the search committee for like, a space, a searching space, um, as well as setting up like student board directors there. So I don't know if that's still going, but uh, we set up a student board of directors to 
get things going. So anyways, we were set up X space, never yeah. physically sat and did like gallery sitting hours or anything like that. But, um, myself and some others, you know, came up with the concept for it, the name for it, that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. And okay. So how long after school did you, uh, open hashtag gallery? Uh, a very long time. Uh, <laughs> we opened up April, 2012. So we're coming up on our five year anniversary very shortly. Um, the, Last year I was at OCAD was 2005. Okay. Uh, I went back for a victory lap when they did the, um, uh, the Bachelor of Arts programs. Right or design, on. I guess, a Bachelor of Design. So when you decided that you wanted to open the gallery, like how does one... I, I'm totally foreign to uh, the art world for the most part. I feel like I should know more about it because... Yeah, me too. My friends are, <laughs> my friends are artists. My girlfriend works in a gallery, and I feel like I should have some insight, but I have absolutely zero. So... When you decided that you wanted to, you know, start this whole thing, how did you go about it? I imagine you had a lot of contacts from school. Yeah. I mean, part of the reason why we opened the gallery is because, I mean, I graduated along with a lot of people who were very talented artists. And over the few years following that, um, in other random jobs that I've done even, too, a lot of people were, the biggest complaint was they had nowhere that would actually show their work, mm -hmm. which I thought was really stupid because a lot of them were really talented. And, they're, and it's like, why are you working in a coffee shop? Right. Well, you know, no, no one will actually show my artwork or I have to have five or six shows under my belt before anyone will even look at me. Yeah. So I just thought, that's stupid. I was, might as well just open up a shop myself and, you know, give you a space to do that. So we did. Do you create any art of your own? I mean, do you, do you ever show your own stuff here? Yeah. Actually, the stuff that's on the wall right now behind us is mine. Oh, nice. I yeah. was admiring it when we walked in and I was going <laughs> to ask, like, who does this belong to? But then you probably would have said a name and I wouldn't have recognized it. And <laughs> Except it was mine. So. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, uh, yeah, I've, uh, it's, uh, it's all collage work, like nice, bright, colorful, happy stuff. Um, you know, being a graphic designer and spending a lot of time doing stuff on the computer, I just need to get away from it and start doing something with my hands again. So right. I started doing a lot of collage work and then some cut paper stuff and, you know, uh, some combination pieces. Now I've actually started sewing together tote bags and stuff for the gallery gift shop. Oh, wow. Okay. Add a couple, something a little bit different in there. Um, so you make all your own merchandise as well. Well, not all of it, fortunately. We have other artists that also do make some stuff. But yeah, the idea is to kind of fill out the shop area of the gallery now with some uh, local stuff made by artists that uh, either that we represent as a gallery or mm -hmm. just artists that are in the area that make crafts. They're looking for a place to show them. Right on. So you represent some artists at the gallery here. How, how many would you are in the stable? Uh, I think about 14-ish. And are they... I mean, they're people we've kind of like... Hand, like uh, either we've known beforehand, know that, like I said, people have good artwork that we really, really liked, wanted right. to help them out and stuff. Yeah. Um, other people have approached us over the last couple of years, but I mean, basically for them, we provide a space where we can help them sell their art year round. Yeah. Um, other artists that come in, we do it like on a rental commission kind of basis. Sure. Because um, we don't want to be a purely rental gallery. We do want to have shows that are just you know, the artists are showing, we're going to help them out and that kind of stuff. Um, but we also do need to pay our bills at the end of the month. Of course. You know, as a new business, that kind of, unfortunately, is the way it works sometimes. I think old businesses have that problem too. Everyone's got to pay their bills. Yeah. Uh, so, <clears throat> excuse me, are the gal uh, galleries, are the artists that you represent mostly from Toronto or all from Toronto or? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, all over the place. Uh, two, one of them's from Tokyo. Uh, we got one living in London, Ontario. Uh, one of out in Kelowna. Uh, one of them was really in Rome for a bit. I think she might be back here now. Um, you know what? Well, the majority of them are from Toronto, around GTA, though. Now that you say Tokyo, I feel like it was at one of those shows that my friends were here and were raving because um, a friend of mine is now going to Tokyo and is going to visit that artist, I believe. Uh, Yoshi? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 
He just uh, he just released a pair of Puma shoes. Really? Yeah, yeah. I saw it on his Facebook feed the other day. He designed a pair of shoes for them. So very cool. Very cool. So the art that's shown here, um, I guess the mediums are all over the place. It's not. There's no sort of. Uh, yeah, we don't really pigeonhole ourselves in any one type of of art yeah. or like one style rather. Um, so yeah, we like to try and switch it up as much as possible. I find we don't really tend to do a whole lot of photography shows, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's not really for any particular reason. We just don't, don't seem have to have a lot of, of photographers coming by to do shows, but yeah. So how do you guys find your artists? I mean, other than the ones that you knew kind of beforehand, uh, Instagram's usually a good spot. Oh yeah. Um, a lot of, uh, a lot of times now people just come up to us though. I mean, when it was first starting out, it was a lot of like online research and stuff like that, or right. like people, like I said, we, that I went to school with, or that um, my one of my original partners, Johnny, um, he went to school with a lot of artists as well. So mm-hmm. the two of us knew a lot of people through that. Um, so it kind of started there, and then kind of you know as things kind of went along, got built up on, and then people started coming our way, and there was a, a little more picking and choosing. But right. now we have two floors at our new space, so we can actually fit a lot more artists in the space. Yeah, um, I kind of want to have the, the main floor running the stuff that we're kind of uh, curating and then have the lower level gallery as a really affordable space for, for new artists to do shows and not break the bank. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Try and help as many people as we can. Yeah. That's uh really impressive, especially given your location. <clears throat> I actually sat down and talked with uh, the guys at collective concerts and they mm-hmm. were telling me that one of their biggest setbacks, and I mean, they try and foster as many, Toronto artists that, as they can, but one of the reasons why they have to focus on the bigger shows is real estate, right? It must be, uh, I can't be cheap to be located downtown Toronto. I didn't realize you, you guys were so central. Um, it, it can't be cheap to be located downtown Toronto um, and be able to, I mean, it's not charity, but like be able to help these, these young emerging artists. Yeah, it's definitely, you definitely have better months than others for sure. January and February are definitely slower with people not wanting to leave their houses. But uh, we, we generally have, um, we had a pretty good deal here, like a setup here. Right. Um, we were down the street with um, some less than favorable landlords. Uh, <laughs> so we left, uh, we left that space and came over here when I was talking to one of our neighboring businesses. And uh, she was looking to kind of downsize her, the space that she had. Right. So we're sharing the space with uh, an interior designer. Nice. So she was using this as a showroom before for a Fute design, uh, which is why our sign kind of covers up theirs, <laughs> um, <laughs> but not fully taken down. Um, so yeah, she has a little office in the back behind this wall back here and then uh, downstairs and there's a little space of hers as well. So how often do you guys put shows on here? Uh, we try not to do them too, too frequently because again, like I said, this time of year when no one comes out of the house, it's hard enough to get people out. But right. uh, if we do them every week, it's just no one wants to show up for the next one, right? Right. Not that it's not good art. It's just you can only go to one place so many times before mm-hmm. it starts being whatever. Um, we try and do them ideally every two and a half weeks, maybe okay. three. Um, two and a half weeks, long shows. And then we have like a, a couple of days to set up for the next one kind of thing. Right. Um, but we, it ranges all over the place. Like uh, we have week-long shows, we've got which are generally about 10 days, not really a week. But... It's easier for us that way. Um, yeah, so either a week or ten or two and a half weeks. When you mention people getting burnt up, because again, I'm not too familiar with, with the art scene, but do you generally have the same people coming back to a lot of your shows? Do people basically come out to the gallery because, uh, I mean, it's you guys as opposed to the artist that's being shown? Uh, it depends on the show. It depends on the time of year again, too. Um, I mean... 
there are other people who come to every show, or not every show, but a good chunk of shows. A lot of repeat offenders. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of repeat offenders. Some people come by to hang out, have a beer, and right. you know, see some new art. Uh, you know, do it periodically, whatever. And some people are there specifically for the artist. Mm-hmm. It, uh, yeah, it really depends on the night. It depends on what other shows are going on in the city as well. Like if if it's a night where there's like 20 different art shows opening up, and it's all, you know, the same type of people going to those shows right. either they'll hit a bunch of them all in one night or it'll be you know we're going to the east end this night and staying there or we're you know going far far west and staying there and you know we're kind of in between so okay let, let's let's shift from from art for a second um and uh and focus on toronto i feel like uh you art types are probably pretty hip so what are some of your favorite spots in the city spots for whatever i mean just in general drinking eating <laughs> Uh, it, okay, let, let, let's put it this way. If someone was coming to Toronto for some entertainment, where would you direct them other than Hashtag Gallery, of course? Well, obviously, yeah. Um, I don't know. I spent a lot of time in Kensington Market, you know, hanging out at The Last Temptation because they got a free foosball table. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, we, uh, in the summertime, we play kickball as well at Alexander Park. So that's oh, kind of our, okay. uh, our after kickball bar. So we tend to kind of go back there as our home, home base. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean, there's all sorts of, uh, of good stuff. I've always lived in the West, mm-hmm. and um, I used to live up on College in Clinton, real close by. Right. Um, now, now I live down, I, I change, change the scenery down by the harbor front. But, um, yeah, so I tend to still kind of hang out in the West End in this kind of general neighborhood because I've been here for like 10 years-ish. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Kensington Market's a good spot. They got like a really good uh, New Orleans jazz thing going on at Grossman's on the weekend. Oh, yeah. Or on Sundays, which is pretty cool. I used to go there for open mic nights. They used to have an open mic night there, and I used to sing my heart out. <laughs> yeah, it's always good karaoke nights around here, too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Any any uh, kind of favorite spots for seeing, let's say, live music or uh, having dinner or anything like that? Uh, well, I mean, I work at La Carnita, which is a pretty good spot for dinner. Oh, that is a great so spot. But, I mean, working in a restaurant, I mean, as I said earlier, to try and get people away from working in coffee shops and restaurants, but unfortunately, I still do myself. As a, well, not unfortunately. I do enjoy it, which is why I went back. But, right. Um, I don't tend to go out for food a lot since I, I like work in a restaurant. So sure. it's kind of like <laughs> lately I haven't been anyways, but um, yeah, that's a good spot if you want to go for tacos. So <laughs> I like that <clears throat> little tacos. It's uh, kind of an explosion of taco places around the city these days. I think things kind of come in waves though. Yeah, that's true. It's uh, someone, uh, someone said to me the other day that they think pizza is going to be the next big, uh, the next I feel big like thing. pizza was a few years ago. It's coming back again. I don't know. I guess it's all cyclical. <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, back. they're opening a deep dish place. So. Oh yeah, nice. Uh, okay. So let, let's let's turn back around to art then. What are some artists that you could suggest people check out? Because uh, maybe they're as simple as I am, and I, I couldn't name you a single Toronto artist. So. Uh, you're looking for Toronto artists. Sure. Well, or in general. Toronto? No. Well, I mean, art in okay. general. Well, we'll start in general, and then maybe you can name off some Toronto. Toronto artist. Uh, the artists that I've like, at least like like emerging art kind of uh, guys I've been uh, following their stuff was uh, is uh, Jaime Molina, who's an artist uh, from Colorado. Okay. Uh, I think he goes by at Cuttyup, like C U T T Y U P on Instagram. He's got some awesome stuff. Um, there's another guy named Michael Reeder, who's out of uh, Texas. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think he might have just moved to LA. Anyways, he's been doing some awesome stuff. I think he goes uh, at Reader One, R E E D E R O N E. Uh, those two, those two guys I've been watching for a while. We've been, we were we emailed them a couple of years ago actually about doing shows up here, um, but it was right as they started blowing up oh, the, no. <laughs> down the states. So that they, um, they what kind of art do they? A million people talking to them all at once. Do they? Uh, what kind of art do they produce? I mean, when I think of Instagram, I just think of photos, but obviously it's 
Yeah. Oh yeah, if you're looking for, like Instagram's a great spot if you're an artist to promote your stuff. There's yeah. so much stuff on there, and it's just it's all photo, it's all picture based. It's not even photos anymore. I mean, you can edit them on Photoshop ahead of time, upload them after, right? Sure. So, um, they're both um, contemporary artists, but it's the kind of stuff you'd see in like Juxtapose or High Fructose magazine, oh, nice. okay. like that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say it's like street art, but it's like that. It's along the same lines, like that kind of scene. Yeah, it borrows from that um, sort of thing. I don't know. That's the kind of stuff I like to I like to see or whatever look at. That's um, your aesthetic. It's it's exciting, right? Um, I'd like to do more shows like that up here. So wait, uh, are, are you a comic book guy then? Oh uh, yeah, I collected comic books for years. I haven't I haven't bought them lately because I just ran out of space at one point. Right. Yeah, well, I'll pick up graphic novels once in a while now, but yeah, I wouldn't say I'm avid uh, follower anymore. What are you reading these days? The honestly, the last book that I read on a regular basis was Bone. Oh yeah. Once Bone ended, it was just it was. Too much for me to take. <laughs> no, I hear you. And they ruined Fantastic Four on me fucking six times in the movies. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> three those, times. Those right, movies times. were not good. Yeah, progressively worse. Progressively worse. Okay, well, why don't you why don't you uh, name off some of your artists that you guys represent shamelessly so that uh, we can check them out? Uh, well, uh, one guy's been doing some interesting stuff lately is uh, Andy Kitmer. Um, he just posted a thing actually on Facebook the other day about um, his first show with us. It was four years ago, which was kind of crazy. Wow. I didn't realize that much time had passed. But yeah, his, his style has definitely um, evolved quite a bit into some quite uh, quite interesting stuff. Really good uh, portraiture work. Okay. Yeah, kind of surreal stuff with kind of like crystals and floating paint and stuff going on. And yeah, it's pretty wild stuff. Uh, Tony Taylor has been doing some awesome stuff as well. He does a lot of political art. Oh, ooh, um, okay. so his stuff's kind of been popping up more lately, but he used, he's, uh, animal heads on people bodies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see that guy all the time. I am, I, I frequent a lot of the, uh, like art Toronto like art and that sort of thing. And he's always there. Art Toronto, probably not, but like artist project, he artist would be project, uh, outdoor yeah. arts festival. Sure. I don't know if he did Queen Art West or Queen West Art Crawl, but he's done one of a kind a couple times. One of a kind, yeah, sure. he definitely did that. Yeah, actually, my mom said she saw him there uh, this past year when she was wandering around. Yeah, uh, I feel like that's going pretty well for him. Yeah, and actually, yeah, Eric Clement, uh, it's his birthday today, so happy birthday, happy Eric! Birthday. From the future, <laughs> <laughs> to the happy belated, I guess. In some yeah, um, yeah, he does a uh, like pop art style of stuff. So he's having a show in Montreal on the 16th of February at Station 16 Gallery. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah, I know that. Um, does a lot of uh, like kind of pop arty stuff. Um, the last stuff I saw him working on was uh, Stormtrooper and Boba Fett helmets with chocolate poured on them. I did not ask him why, but uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was interesting stuff. And he's been doing a lot of kind of like play on words stuff as well, uh, with uh, emojis and different uh, different stuff like that. Oh, right on. So, yeah. Okay. Well, <clears throat> before I let you go, let me just ask you a couple questions. Are you uh, an avid buns user, or are you a buns user? Uh, I am. Yeah. Well, I've done a few trades. I've actually got one pending for a uh, part of my Monstera deliciosa plant. On the planting zone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Plant, plants are big, definitely big on, on buns. So uh, what was your first buns trade? Uh, I traded three lemons for a book. Did you receive the three lemons? Or no, no. I gave someone three lemons for a book, yeah. Do you know what book? Uh, it was some art book that I saw online. I buy a lot of books based on the cover. Okay. I know it's not generally suggested, but I've actually found a lot of good books that way. No, um, I, I'm a fan of... Uh, buying things based on the cover. A lot of people are like, you know, I mean, there's that old adage, don't judge a book by its cover, but I think that's why the cover exists. For well, you I also as a graphic designer, it's nice to see nicely designed covers. Right. So, you know, if I don't know what's inside anyways, I might as well give it a shot and see what happens. Sure. 
Um, yeah, I traded that uh, three lemons for a book on some kind of art book. And I realized once I opened it up, it was one of those like you fill in the pages. Like here's an activity, you fill this in. Okay. Or, like go sit in a field and listen to things, which was interesting. I don't know. I gave a couple of them a shot just for the hell of it. I was just about to say, did you do it? Yeah, why not? Yeah. And how I, haven't, I haven't fully gotten into the book. I didn't fill out every page, but yeah. And then I traded for a scanner recently as well. I was just about to ask what your most recent buns trade was. So it's yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I traded um, traded for a flatbed scanner. I was looking to do some more stuff like this. Um, like I said, like paperwork that I was working on my own artwork. So I traded for a scanner. I haven't actually used it yet. I haven't had time. But um, yeah, I plan on plugging that in soon, seeing if it actually works. And nice. Uh, but that was for a couple of tall cans, I think. And what are you uh, in search of? Uh, right now, just interesting plants. Interesting plants. Yeah, so I want to try and get some more big leaf plants. I want to get some nice tropical stuff going on. You're a green thumb. I'm attempting to be, yeah. Nice. This thing I'm trading for is a jade plant. Last time I had one of those, I killed it pretty promptly. So I can't... Uh, Second I, time's a charm. <laughs> I can't keep a plant alive to save my life. Like, somehow, somehow the place I live right now, just everything grows like crazy. A lot of sunlight? It's on the southeast corner. I guess somehow that's a magical combination because it's... Yeah, everything just grows like nuts. So... I mean, speaking of which, I planted a bunch of acorns, which are nuts, and I'm trying to grow some uh, miniature bonsai trees. Really? Yeah, that's, my last one didn't work out so well, so I'm going to give it a second shot here. Is that all it takes? You just plant an acorn? And well, we'll can... find out. I grew, I grew a little miniature oak tree last year, or a couple years ago. That's amazing. But when I tried to make it bonsai, it didn't uh, didn't grow too many leaves after that. So you're trying to like bend Bons- it into a, a direction or something? No, to do bonsai stuff, I was reading up on some stuff, and you either have to let it grow to a certain length and then cut the tap root off. Yeah. Or you've got to let it grow to the width of trunk or like the, the girth of trunk you want and then cut the tap root out, chop it off at that, that height so it doesn't ever go past that. Right. Uh, so the first technique I did did not work, so I will try the second one. Interesting. I planted about eight of them this time, so I have a bunch more <laughs> test subjects, but we'll see. So I'm having a race with one of our old artists on who can grow a bonsai tree the fastest. Oh, really? Or the best one in the lot. And how's he doing? I don't she? think he even remembers, to be honest. So right now I'm winning. Yeah. You're ahead. <laughs> I'm ahead by three years. Like, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Three-year uh, lead. Nice. So what advice would you give somebody who um, is an emerging artist, let's just say, and doesn't know where to begin? You know, maybe they, they're you know, painting up a storm or taking photos or whatever it is that they're doing, but they're like, okay, what, what next? I would just say keep making stuff, keep practicing, keep, you know, just keep making art. Um, don't worry so much about selling stuff for a million dollars or why isn't people buying this? Why aren't people buying that? Right. I find a lot of people, they make stuff and they put it up and they're shocked when it doesn't sell. But at the same time, it's not like they've been painting for 20 years or 30 years and they've mastered their craft and it's perfect. It's just mm-hmm. kind of, I'm not saying that not everyone can do that. Uh, I'm not saying that it's all bad, but there, there's a lot of shock when it's like, oh, why is my stuff not sell? Uh, right. Who cares? Just keep making it. You know? Yeah, yeah. You'll find someone that likes your style of art at some point. Right. And maybe they just didn't show up at that show. Or, you know, maybe it wasn't, you know, the right taste for that person. But there, everyone out there likes something. Like, mm-hmm. We do a lot of group shows, and I'm always interested to see what sells and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's interesting to see what people go for and what people don't. And it's not always the stuff that you'd guess would go first. Interesting. It's, yeah. I mean, a friend of mine was, t- was telling me that um, he does a lot, of, uh, a lot of painting. And he used to do a lot of, I guess you would say, portraits. Um, and when people would visit his studio, they'd see unfinished uh, 
paintings of his that just had the background before the portrait was yeah. ready to put on there. And they're like, I want to buy that. Right, right. You know, as opposed to the, he, he found that portraits were a little bit too specific for people's tastes. And, and I mean, someone's random faces on your wall. So, yeah, I guess that's true. But it works for some people. Oh, no, I'm not saying I have any guess. I have a couple portraits in my house that I bought, like from different shows. Yeah. But it is like literally a person's face on your wall. So, I mean. You better love the face. You better love the face or you better love the technique or something about the piece to, to connect with it a little bit, right? Cause yeah. And we just have a bunch of weird shit on our walls. Oh, me too. I've got, I've tried, I started, when we first started the gallery, I tried to buy a piece from every single show. Oh, nice. Just to kind of have like a little bit of a record of, of like what we had kind of done. That's pretty amazing. Actually. I mean, I ran out of money eventually, so <laughs> I had to kind of pick and, and choose space, that. But, probably. Well, I, I was buying smaller pieces, so it's kind of uh, one of those like, uh, you know, Victorian style hanging or salon style yeah, yeah. hangs on the wall. But uh, yeah, it's nice little, nice little cluster, some interesting stuff. And it's kind of a little bit of a history of the first year or so. What's your favorite one? That's a good question. Uh, Is it like asking you to pick between your children or what? No, I mean, I got to try and remember what's on my wall now. Oh, <laughs> it's probably like a year and a half worth of art up there. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I do. I, I have um, a piece from uh, what, the poser show that we did. The, yeah. the, the little street art bunnies. So I got yeah, one yeah. The little little bunny on my wall. I like That's one of my favorite ones, I think. Nice. Although I'm a big fan of cartoons and stuff in general. So it's, you know. Have you played Cuphead? No. Oh, you got to check it out. It's a. Uh, I mean, I don't know if that's it's, the black and white animation one, right? Uh, well, it's animation. It's not black and white. I don't know if it's out yet, but it, it's done like, in, in the style of like. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Old, I know what you're talking Mickey about. Mouse, yeah. yeah. Got to play a demo. It was pretty cool. I feel like that'd be up your alley. Nice. Yeah, I should give it a shot. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, thanks for uh, sitting down and chatting with me, man. Uh, if you guys uh, don't know the gallery, like I said earlier on, you should just come Google it. Come drop in and see what's going on. I know that you've got an anniversary show coming up. Why don't you tell us when that is? Uh, yeah, mid-April. So, uh, yeah, we're at 830 Dundas Street West, uh, which is at Dundas and Euclid. Uh, we'll have a birthday party sometime around then. Um, mm-hmm. I think the 12th is in a, on a Wednesday or something like that this year. Sure. I don't know if it was actually the 12th we were open, but anyway, we picked that arbitrarily as our date, which is around there. Um, so that weekend, we'll probably have a, we'll have a birthday party thing. We're kind of still planning out the exact details of it right now. but Nice. And yeah. what are the hours here, just so people don't come when you're closed? Yeah, true. We actually get that quite a bit because we have uh, kind of unconventional hours. Uh, we're open from uh, 2 o'clock, or sorry, sorry, we're open from Tuesday to Friday, 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. And then on the weekend, we're open 2 o'clock to 8 o'clock. Real artist hours there. Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thanks a lot, man. Yeah, no worries. So cool guy, right? Yeah. Anyway. Music this week sent to me by Matthew. The band is Silas. They are a Toronto-based five-piece post-rock band. You can check them out at silasmusic.bandcamp.com or facebook.com slash silasmusic. And Silas is spent S... Ugh, spent. <laughs> is spelt S-I-L-U-S. Here it is. The song is 12... 1416. Oh no, that's a lie. The album is 121416. The song is Rainbow Valley. <laughs> 